Dad and I had another fight. So I'm afraid if we stay under the same roof together, we'll do irreparable harm to the, the relationship we have as it is. You might remember why you moved him in in the first place. You wanted to get closer to Dad. I still do. There isn't anything I'd like more, but he makes it impossible. I can't read my book, I can't have my coffee, I can't have any peace in my own home. So what you're saying is you want to be closer to Dad, but you don't actually want him around. So that's Frazier and Niles, obviously. And there's a real good point to that, that in one sense, we all value our privacy. Even when you're married, there are times when you want private time, that we're individuals first, and a couple, or in this case, it's the son and father, second. So that need for private time is there. But there's something above and beyond that in this situation with Frazier and his dad. And that's that we gain our independence from home from our parents. So to still live with your parents decades later or to move back, have dad move back in decades later, it sets you up for a lot of potential conflict. You're each set in your own ways. You have your opinions of one another, which may not always be favorable. You have your pet peeves with one another and you're always feeling judged by one another. And so it makes it much more difficult to live with a parent unless you can work through those issues. If you can work through those issues, then it's much healthier and you can manage living under the same roof with a parent who's reasonable, assuming you're reasonable too. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and I can take your calls and questions um, on any issues concerning your psychological health, your day-to-day happiness. The show is the rational basis of happiness, and your happiness matters. You do not want to betray yourself. You want to be true to yourself. So what's going on in your life that's really bothering you, whether it's friends or a colleague or a spouse or maybe not having a spouse? Maybe you don't know how to go out and date. Those are all types of issues we can talk about problems with your kids. Right before the break, I was talking about my husband's surgery, going through an operation. That can be anxiety-provoking. And if you want the specific reference to my husband's doctor, who's out in California, uh, my husband had total hip replacement and was up and running in two days. I say running, he was up and walking in two days, and he was dancing within a little over a week. So this is an amazing doctor with an amazing new procedure, and he's teaching doctors around the country this new procedure. But if that's in the works for you, or if you know a family member who might need it, it's hipandpelvis.com, www.hipandpelvis.com, all one word, hipandpelvis.com. And you can always go to my website and give me a call if you want any more information on that. I'm not uh, I'm not his advocate. I just love the doctor. So in that sense, I'm definitely his advocate because I love to see, I love to reward good people. And this doctor really took a risk and has done something that benefits anyone who's going through that sort of surgery. Um, and right now, I want to go to our after-hours lines. And this is a call is a little difficult to hear. So let me just tell you that it's a divorce situation. And the husband, the wife has threatened the husband. The husband put a restraining order on the wife. And so now the wife tells their 10-year-old daughter, Daddy won't let us back into the house. It makes the, the husband, who was threatened by the wife, look like the bad guy, not the wife. So that's the situation. And here is the call. My brother is going through a divorce. Him and his wife are going through joint custody. He has had to place a restraining order on my sister-in-law. 
she has threatened him, but she has relayed this to their 10-year-old daughter, which I thought was pretty much, well, that sounds like her, but she has relayed this to her daughter that the reason why she can't get back in the house is because of my brother and that he placed this restraining order on her. Now, I would have never went through a child to do this. She cannot talk to my brother because he has the restraining order on her because she, she threatened him. Doesn't have anything to do with the children, but she is trying to put this child between them. His daughter wants him to take off the restraining order and let the mother back in, but the mother left. She did not want to be married to my brother. So he is really going through a lot right now. And it's just really tearing him down because of the fact that his daughter gets an attitude every time she is around him because the mother has told him that he lies all the time. So I'm, I'm trying to give him a solution, which I can't because he's hurting, but at least comfort his daughter some kind of way. Okay, it to me, the biggest thing that stands out there is what you mentioned, that she's poisoned the daughter towards your brother, the father. Um, but the other thing is that the wife is saying, your daddy lies all the time. Daddy is a big, fat liar. Don't believe anything daddy says. And if the daughter wants to be connected to the mother, if the daughter has heard daddy lie in the past, then the daughter is just going to go with the mom. But what if what if it's not the case? What if it's the case that your brother is a really decent person, that he doesn't lie at all, and that the wife is the liar, and the wife is the one that wants to leave him anyway, and she's willing to use violence. She's threatened him enough that the police have granted him, the authorities have granted him a restraining order. Then he's caught in a terrible situation because he's trying, he, he's, he, the wife has already poisoned the daughter. So what I would say is that when he gets together with his 10-year-old daughter, let's call her Mandy, and Mandy's there and just saying, Daddy, why can't you let Mommy back in the house? Why can't you let back Mommy back in the house? And instead of telling yourself, oh, I can't say anything, I don't want to play the same games with Mom, instead of doing that, he can draw his daughter out. Let her talk so he can gain the full context, what information she's been giving. He can say, honey, tell me what you've heard. You seem so angry with me. You seem so upset with me. And I want to make sure the facts are straight. There may be some facts I can't share with you because it's just inappropriate. But I want to hear what you've heard that makes you so angry and makes it see, makes me look so unreasonable in your eyes. Help me understand that better. If you're on target, honey, I will own up to any of my role in the problem. If it's not accurate... I will try to correct that. I will give you the information. I can't guarantee that you will believe me, but I do want to give you as much of the truth. I think you are owed that. It's a messy situation, and I, I wish you were not as involved. I wish Mom and I could deal with all of our issues behind the scenes. And then listen to your daughter. That's where you want to connect. If she refuses to talk, at least put the invitation out there. Instead of saying, well, you don't want to talk, well, that's it. Instead of saying that, say, you know, I know this is a very painful topic. 
think about it, honey. If you ever wanted to call me any time, day or night, and talk about this, I'm available. I will make myself available. You know, there may be sometimes when I absolutely can't if I'm at work, but I will definitely make the time for you. I want to be there. If you feel like we'd do better in counseling, that's an option for us too. So open up the doors for her. Don't be, don't paint yourself in a corner. Don't close any doors. Open them up and be willing to be there as a dad. And she may hear through the mess. She may observe mom and know the stuff about mom already. Um, if you, it, uh, so that's what I would recommend there. You can also go to my website, drkenner.com, and you can get a book, Helping Your Child Through Your Divorce. I have a write-up on it there, and it's by Florence Bienenfeld. It's a fabulous book, and it does show the harm of trying to put a child in the middle of divorce issues. People get so angry. Parents get so angry. There are rejection issues. It's the desire for revenge. There are the big values at stake, the house, the kids, and people lose control and yell and scream, and you want to try to manage it. When you have children, you want to try to manage this as smoothly as possible without involving them to the degree that this 10-year-old is currently involved. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist, and you can call me with any questions that are on your mind. Toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. We've made many suggestions about finding the right partner. This doesn't mean you should make a checklist of important attributes and then rate everyone you date by it and choose the one with the highest score. This is far too mechanical. It's best to spend time getting to know the person and to keep track of both your own rational judgment of and your emotional responses to that person. Identify what you like and do not like about the person and why. Introspect to identify the causes of your reactions. It sometimes helps to put your private thoughts into words, and keeping a personal journal is helpful in translating feelings into clear thoughts and tracking your love trajectory over time. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy the book at amazon.com.